everybody. Let's do another half shot. Are you guys ready for a half shot? <laughs> ah, half yeah. shot. This is about coaching oh. opportunities. Oh. So, coaching opportunities. <laughs> this is, I, I'm assuming, Bill, when you put this into the notes, you're talking about when someone has the opportunity to coach a fellow coworker and give them some insight on how to do something differently, more efficiently, better. 100%. When I saw this one in there, like it really stuck with me because I'm constantly trying to figure out how to coach a new generation of bartenders. I feel like having come out of COVID, we actually saw a lot of bartenders, quote unquote, retire yeah. or you know leave the industry. I tried. Move on to Just other I things. Just thought was out. Um, I know a lot who became brand representatives yeah. or uh, or some of them actually even opened their own places or they went on and became a computer networking specialist or finished their degrees that they'd been wanting to do. And now we have this whole new generation of bartenders who had no serving experience, much less bartending right. experience. Which is, they're, they're, like, it should be known that like most bartenders were like, in my generation, they were the best servers. That's how you get behind the bar. You mm -hmm. have to be the top dog. You have yeah. to work. Yeah, and there's you know there's this concept of fake it till you make it, and I'm I'm down with that to an to extent, a degree. right? But if we're getting our shit rocked, and my well bartender turns to me and asks me what's in a dirty martini, get the fuck out. Yeah. Well, I I have now had this happen on multiple occasions recently. Uh, what goes in? A kamikaze. What goes in a Cuba Libra? What goes in a Cosmo? What goes See, in? See, and that's crazy. How do you not? How are you behind my bar and you don't know these things? Like, yeah, this is basic shit that you can learn anywhere. Like, right. That yeah. and it's offensive, in my like it's a real delicate subject for me. And, and it's a delicate subject because what. What needs to happen is again for us we had to work for it right, right. We, we started out in some other position in the restaurant and you know we had our eye on the prize which was to get behind the bar yeah. and so we had to prove ourselves in order to get to that position and in doing so once you got back there even so you were not firm in your position dude the first like if you're the low back in the tgi friday days like i was working the saturday bingo night well shift just to get behind the bar right and like nobody wanted that shift and i, I ate it up and like i think it really helped me with like speed and efficiency in the long term but you know that's the way it ha used to be and, and that's the way it is in a lot of like cool bars that like the bars you want to work in People and you don't had, leave, and they they train you up, and they right. expect you. But you to also stick have around. to have a you have to have some sort of training mechanism, right? Like it, it it's not good enough to just say okay, you have to have five training shifts, or you have to have you know two weeks of training, or whatever it was. You actually have to be able to, you know, know what you're supposed to train people in, right? Yeah. So if you don't actually have some sort of system set up for it. Well, then what exactly are we training you on? And that's why people will ask you, you know, behind the bar, ask me behind the bar, like, how do you make a Cosmo? Because while they may have had their five training shifts, six training shifts, two weeks, who knows, however many that weeks. That cocktail just never came across. I right, find that, that hard to believe. Because they but... didn't have to memorize any other recipes right. other than exactly the five, six, eight drinks that we have on our cocktail right. menu. So you're teaching people how to make a Cuba Libra, which is just a Roman Coke, you idiot. Yeah. Right? Like... I don't know. I, I find myself, 
you know, trying to figure out the nicest way to impart certain yeah. bits of knowledge. It, and, it can be difficult, you know, because you want to help, but at the same time, it's like, dude, are you serious right now? Like, I think, and you, you can't pull out your phone and Google it. You can't do the exact same thing I would do if I got asked to make a cocktail I didn't know how to make. Like, you're just going to come to me and, like, make me do it for you. Like, that's... Right. You have to... You have to want it. And I think that's, like, that's not the people we're dealing with these that's days. That's not the mentality at no, all. No, they just show up and they expect something and from nothing. And they expect someone to hand them money and they're done. That's it. Yep. You're talking about, like, a training protocol. Like, that's... I think that's important. Like, they should... You should be forced to... You have to know... X, these X amount of cocktails, like from memory, and you have to be able to do it quickly and efficiently. And otherwise, you can't, you know, you can't, I can't trust you with money. I can't trust you with the guest. Like, my, uh, I'm a sink or swim kind of person. Like, when I train, I basically, I'm just like, okay, when you start crying, I'll, I'll come help you out. I won't, I won't let you drown. I'm going to let you get close because I want to see what you can do. Yep. I want to know I can trust you. You know, like, it's not like, I'm not training you for you. I'm training you for me. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I trained someone last week and I, or two weeks ago, I guess she had her first full week this last week. And in doing so, I mean, I essentially told her, I was like, look, I, I have what people would consider unrealistic expectations of what someone coming behind this bar should know how to do. Yeah. And it's because we have no system of training. So my assumption is if we have no system of training that they should be hiring people who already know what they're doing and I should agree. be able to come in here and rock it out like gangbusters, not hiring brand new people who don't know what they're doing and are constantly having to ask me what goes in this, what goes in right. that, right? Can't even pour a beer. Like that's like I that that's that's based in real life. I had a bartender and I'm like could not get a beer out. I'm like dude, this get, go Go dude. away. <laughs> dude, I had a bartender who asked what went into gin and tonic. Oh I just, God. I seriously, I just died a little inside. She didn't come back. After the shift that she worked with me, she did not come back. Good. I mean, I, you have to hold people to a certain level of accountability, I feel like. like our craft is too old and too important, I think, to just let any old turd that open a Coors Light. You know, it's like, that's not bartending, dude. That's one very small element of it. I think there's two instances of coaching opportunities that I that I look at and one is there's there's the training aspect, right? And and training someone up from the beginning and then there's the continuing education aspect. And that's the one I'm more comfortable with. And, and I don't like the, I don't like getting them when they're green. Like see, they shouldn't be dealing with me until they've like had 5 years experience. I, I, <laughs> I like I kind of feel that way too. Um, but I do like when someone doesn't know something and I can teach them the right way and especially rather than correcting yeah. a, a bad way that they don't feel like changing. Right. Though the one thing, the one instance of that that I really like, and this goes into the continuing education, is the muddling of a mojito. And I'll I never will, do it again. And people people cry about how hard Bertinos are to me. I'm like, no, they're not. Well, not I if you make them correctly. If people are going to muddle a mojito, that's totally fine. And I did. I was working with someone, and I saw her like really like grinding in, like not like muddling, pressing down, like right. pressing down and like grinding it in and tearing up the mint. And it's the easiest. It was like the easiest thing to say, you know. All right, hey, when when you do that, you don't actually want to grind it out because you're going to release the bitterness and it's it's super easy like all right here take this and i've i did this with you right where yeah. i i gave you a piece of mint you put it in your mouth and you taste mint 
But then once you put it into the back of your teeth and you grind it a little bit and you tear up that mint, it's super bitter. That's yeah, totally different flavor. Right? And that that to me is a great coaching opportunity, yeah. right? On something super easy that when when you do that with someone and they see that, and like then, they, they actually taste and they it. Can, it clicks in their brain. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Right. Whereas if you try to say, hey, this is how you should be faster and more efficient. This is what your setup should be when you make drinks. But then they don't do it. Right. That's a whole like, like yeah, whatever. Right. Or, you know, we've always done it this way. That's another that's another one I love. I th- And I think that comes with the younger generation mentality. I think that they're so they're they're so green and they're they're chomping at the bit to get behind the bar because that's honestly where most of the good money depending on what restaurant you work at yeah is that that they just they don't care to learn and they don't want yeah to learn when i worked at native i had a, i had a bar back and i asked him I, I, I like helped me with the floors or some shit at the end of the night at 3:30 in the morning and he straight up he was a younger kid and he was like uh no i wore my fancy fucking my Jordans or some shit. And I'm like, um, That's and I, I'm looking at the other bartenders. I'm looking at my manager. I'm like, you're not going to do anything about this. Hmm. Like, what am I, what well, am I giving this kid money nice for? Shoes. What am I giving this kid like 30% of my take for? Like right. what in the fuck? Right. Right. I'll make sure to tip you out less so and you can't absolutely. afford your Jordans anymore. And that way you'll wear the proper shoes that you need it's, to wear to work. That, mm-hmm. that sort of shit is, I mean, I sound like a, I sound like a boomer, but like it's this generation. Do they just, they don't want to, they don't have to work for it like we did. Nope. Well, I think that we all also didn't, like there. there's something about having to work for it that continues to stoke the fire for us, yep. right? Like, but we've been through some shit, all three of us, with some shitty management, oh, shitty yeah. restaurants, shitty owners, and and we still like keep pushing forward with you know with our work ethic. But I can understand this idea in younger generations of well, well, wait a second, why am I allowing myself to be treated like shit? Right. No, and I get that too because that is definitely especially since COVID, dude. Like things have gotten better in that regard. Like I seriously. Right. I do not take shit anymore. Like, but there at is all. a difference between, you know, not wanting to be treated like shit, but still doing your job. Right. Right. And, it, and again, sadly, it, it just falls back to the default of, well, Samantha's a really hard worker and I know she'll continue to do it. So we'll just keep her on the floor. We're not going to give her the opportunity to come behind the bar. Right. And that's Jolie is, you know, she's not really that hard of a worker, but you know, she's, she's, I really need Samantha on the floor. So we'll put Jolie behind the bar. Right. And, and so your hard work bites you in the ass. That, right. that happened to me for just, a long time. I was yeah. lead cocktail server for the longest time. I'm like, dude, I'm a dude. Like you, I'm not a cocktail server. Like, get me behind the fucking bar. I mean, that's how I got behind the bar in my first job. I was working at a bowling alley, and they made me a server on the lanes, and because I didn't have bartending experience, and I said, okay, that's fine, but just keep in mind that my goal is to get behind the bar. And then after a few months, when I was now the lead lane server. And I saw they got rid of a bartender and then they brought someone else in to cover that bar spot. Like they hired someone from outside. I was like, well, well, what happened here? We were, we had this discussion that I was going to get a spot behind the bar and we did have that specific discussion. Well, you're our best lane server. And so I can't 
not have it. I'm like, well, well, you better you figure need, it out. Then you, then, then you need to figure that out because, and, and I even told him, I said, look, this isn't a threat. No. Right. I'm not threatening you, but this is a reality. My goal is not to be a lane server. Right. My goal is to be a bartender. And if you're not going to make me a bartender, you're going to lose me anyway. Right. So you'll either lose me as a lane server because I'm going to be a bartender here, or you'll lose me as a lane server because I'm going to go be a bartender somewhere else. Yeah. And that's, that's just being professional. That's just stating your expectations. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think times have really changed. I, I can't stand training people because half the time they're just too incompetent to keep up and I move really quickly. Yeah. And, and I talk really quickly. I, and I just, I don't, I, I don't have the patience for it. Sadly. Um, I never get asked. It just, they're like, Oh, you're training so-and-so today. I'm like fucking cool. Great. Thanks. But, um, I think a lot of the, especially since COVID and the reopening from the pandemic, I think a lot of the new restaurant employees are just a bunch of, you know, like society is today entitled children that just want to walk in the door and do the bare minimal and expect someone else to clean up after them and to do all the hard work and they just want their money. I fucking hate cleaning up after my team. Like it makes me cranky, dude. Well, and I also think that it's, it's a failure on a lot of the industry that while you have those certain corporate places that have training systems in place and they can go ahead and like give you all the literature and tests as you work your way through your training, a lot of them stick a lot better. I feel like it does, but a lot of them also failed to do so because they needed to get people in and on the floor and behind the the bar. Yeah. Yeah, They needed to to rush them through. And I mean, look, that happened with me, even though I walked into a position that I knew very well and I'm extraordinarily capable of faking it till I make it because I've been doing it for almost 20 years. (laughs) I, you know, at my current job, I had one day of training. Right. I am always fast. And then shit hit the fan and they needed me to just work. Right. So that, that happens a lot. And I think it's a failure on the industry to not have systems in place where I don't want to have to tell you everything about how to bartend from the beginning. I want you to, I want you to at least read these 10 pages of stuff so that you know the basic, basic, basics. And I don't have to come by and tell you absolutely everything Mm -hmm. because people also take it the wrong way. Some people really want to learn and they do take what you have to say and they're like, they take it to heart. Right. And and that's a different story when they, when they know they're like, Oh yeah, this guy gets it. Like I want to learn from them, you know, and that's different than like, you know, okay, I finally get a reprieve from the well, but not really because I have to tell you how to make every single cocktail that comes through. Right. Like, that's not okay. Like, that's that's more work for less pay. And I tell people this now when I'm training them. I say, I say, look, I don't want to treat you like an idiot, like you don't know anything. Right. And I ask them where they've worked before, what kind of bars, what kind of training they had. And then I tell them straight out, I'm like, look, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to end up telling you a lot of things that you probably already know. Right. Don't take it to mean that I think you're an incompetent idiot. But you are. And but you you're an incompetent and, fucking And you don't know idiot. what you're doing. But I'm going to tell you these things because if I make the assumption that you already know them and you don't... Then I'm going to get upset. Then, well, then I've I've failed yeah. and I've made, I've made the wrong assumption. If I assume you don't know, 
and I tell you, then at least we've covered the base. Right. That right? we can check that box. Like, exactly. I get it. It's I I mean, it's a it's a bittersweet thing for me. But I'm, I like training bartenders that want to be want to take their game and elevate it. You know what I mean? And I, I've mentioned it before. That's where I want to be. I want to be working with people that are elevating my game. Right. And it's, yeah. it's just a tough line to walk, you know, and we're getting old and the anytime new I teach a seminar, like a, a flare seminar or something along those lines, or anytime I get into a coaching opportunity, I, and this is actually something I said to the, to the woman I was training last week, which was that I want to work with bartenders who I can learn something from. Right. I want them to teach me something, either you know directly or indirectly. I want to be able to come out of that work experience having also learned something from them. Whether they actually tell me a thing or I watch them do something, yeah, I'm like, mm, I'm going to lock that in. Yeah, yeah right? I agree. All right. You guys good on this? I'm mm-hmm. good. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening to this half shot. We will see you on the next episode and the next half shot. Like, listen, and share. Thank you all. Deuces. Peace.